Greetings, Carl here. Now, this probably won't come as a surprise to any of you, but doing work in public is scary, right? Um, You know, whether that's writing a blog post and sharing it or sending out an email to 10 friends or standing up on stage and speaking in front of a large crowd, like, it's scary. And I think it's scary because it's... It's, it's literally, in a it's sort of a very, very literal sense, it's taking a piece of you, right? Something that you care about deeply and putting it on stage, <laughs> putting it up for display. It's, it's, it, I just think it's so crazy when you think about what we're actually doing. We're actually asking people to look at something we made and evaluate it. We're asking for judgment. Right? Seth Godin has this phrase that I love that sort of is embedded with a whole bunch of, of this sort of angst. He says, here, I made this thing. I hope you like it. Right? And, and embedded in that is this, this word hope that even the most sort of veteran among us, somebody like Seth who's been doing public work for decades daily for decades, right? Says, I hope, right? I hope you like it. And one of what often happens, like where the fear comes in, is this this judgment occurs, right? You, You put public work up, you ask for people to evaluate it just by the nature of what you do, and you get feedback. And the feedback can sometimes be negative. Well, often it's negative. And I developed a little trick. It was actually taught to me by Ron Lieber, who is my editor at the New York Times and a good friend. He taught me this little trick. And here, here's the trick. It all, it, it, the, the way to deal with negative feedback, this has been life-saving for me. <laughs> so the way to deal with negative feedback is to evaluate it. The first filter is thoughtfulness. So here's the question that I I should have led with, right? The question is, was it thoughtful? Was it thoughtful? Right? So let's play this out a little bit. You know, you you write something, you put it up, you know, in public, and you get feedback. Whether it's in the form of sort of a comment on Twitter or it's a, an email. The first question I've learned to ask myself is... Is this feedback thoughtful? Now, you don't need to develop any sort of algorithm to figure out what, what makes something thoughtful or not. Like, you, you, you sort of know it when you see it. Did the, did the person actually read what you wrote? Did they take time to respond carefully, right? Is it thoughtful or is it just sort of unthoughtful passing criticism, which I get a ton of, that it's clear that the person didn't even read what they're commenting on. But... If it's thoughtful, so, so yeah, here, let's, decision tree. Was it thoughtful? If the answer to that question is no, it wasn't thoughtful, you get, you have full permission, granted hereby, (laughs) I hereby grant you full permission to hit delete without a second thought. But if it wasn't thoughtful, in your, in your judgment, if it wasn't thoughtful, hit delete and move on. Don't even think about it again. That's the deal. Because it wasn't thoughtful. So you, you get permission. Because it wasn't thoughtful, you don't have to take any time thinking about it. 
Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, super beautiful. So if it was thoughtful, right, then we evaluate it. And it's, it's, it's absolutely true that you can have negative or critical feedback that was thoughtful. In fact, I'm going to sort of suggest that you look for that because I think some of the best feedback I've ever received and some of the feedback that has changed my work the most has been most helpful to me. That's the right way to put it. Some of the feedback that's been most helpful to me has been negative or critical, but thoughtful, right? I realized maybe I missed a point or I, I went down a rabbit hole that I didn't, I didn't mean or I didn't communicate clearly. So I would, I, I, we actually look here at Behavior Gap, we look for negative feedback that's thoughtful. And we, and we thank the person profusely, right? Because often it's even written that way, like, hey, I don't want to sound critical or I don't want to, you know, it, it, it often, it's often sort of, you know, you can tell that the person cared. And so we reply to, to all of that and say, oh, thank you so much for taking the time. Like you have changed the work. You've made me better. Thank you. Right. So I hope that's useful for you. So just think through, like, I I think it's just so beautiful that if the feedback wasn't thoughtful, you don't have to give it any thought. (laughs) You have full permission. Not that you needed it from me, but I'm going to give you an excuse. You can say Carl gave me permission (laughs) to just hit delete because if it wasn't thoughtful, you don't have to give it any thought. But if it was, if it is thoughtful, look at it as gold right? That's been hugely useful to me over the last decade or so that I've been doing work in public, whether two people were seeing it or 200 people were seeing it. So I hope it's helpful for you. And as always, we, uh, I am deeply grateful for you listening to this. And if you have any thoughts about it, about the podcast in general, If you have anything thoughtful to say, whether it's positive or negative, shoot it to me. I will read it. It's the email address to use is hello at behaviorgap.com. Hello at behaviorgap.com. And if you'll just do me a favor and include podcast in the subject line. Thanks. Talk to you soon.